right, let's get into it. This is the Merle on the Move radio show. I'm going to go ahead and get this show started right now. This is a big night. A lot of things going on tonight here. Uh, you got the All-Star Weekend going on, and uh, tonight you got the big UFC fight going on. So I got a lot of topics I'm going to go over in sports, which is kind of cool because I love going over the sports. Uh, plus, also, uh, later on in the show, probably towards the middle of the show, uh, I'm going to hit that entertainment segment because you know I'm going to hit that sports first, then entertainment. And uh, entertainment, uh, probably talk over uh, – it's kind of a story I kind of want to talk about um, – if you guys follow the NBA at all, it's a couple players that came out of Ames, Harrison Barnes being one of them. Uh, also, uh, out of that same class was Doug McDermott. And uh, so I'm going to talk about his father. His father got in a little trouble uh, recently. And uh, so we'll talk about him a little bit towards the entertainment or towards the end of the sports. And then I'm going to drop some music. I got some hot music. Uh, I put a little request out on social media. For independent artists to send me some music, and I got a, several responses, and I've been going through some music, and a couple of the artists are standing out right now. I'm going to play them. I got some other ones I'm going to play, too. I haven't uh, root you guys out, but I'm going to get a couple on every week that I do the show. But uh, these two guys I'm going to get on tonight. Also, I'm going to get some interviews from these guys as soon as we get this um, this Zoom thing going. So anyway, so uh, I'll be getting that music on here towards the middle of the hour of the show. Uh, so... Anyway, I'll drop that in links for the people that I'm playing at night. So anyway, I'll play a little more music when I come back. I'm jump right into the sports, and then uh, we'll go over the topics I'm going to talk about towards the end. Plus, you know, that stimulus. You know, the government passed that stimulus. So I got some money coming, possibly. So we'll talk about that. This is more on the move. Be right back. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. So let's get started in this uh, NBA All-Star. So I watched this election. You know, the All-Star game will be tomorrow. It's the first time because of the COVID that it's going to be. All the festivities are going to be all on the same day, which is tomorrow. So you have the NBA uh, slam dunk, the three-point contest, the skills challenge, and uh, whatever else they got going on in the NBA. It's all kind of stuff they do. So that'll be tomorrow. Ooh, echo. That'll be tomorrow, all I think all day tomorrow, something like that. So, uh, but I got to watch the selection because you, know, you know that uh, LeBron picks, uh, I guess, all the players from the West, and Kevin Durant picked all the players from the East. So uh, they got the, I guess, the players that they select are the players that the fans voted to be in the All Star Game. So they have the first selections, and then they have the second-tier selections, and then I guess the, the rest. Which, And I'm going to get down to this because I watched it live, and uh, they had Kenny Jess Smith, Charles Barkley, and uh, Shaq, and um, and uh, the guy, the commentator, I forget his name, the com Ernie. Ernie, yeah, check out Ernie, <laughs> the guy. And uh, so they, they always doing, uh, I guess it was live, they was commentating when they were doing the picks. And you had... LeBron picked first, okay, and he picked uh, Coupe, okay, Milwaukee Bucks. Okay, that's cool. Giannis, he picked Giannis. That's smart. Good pick. And Kevin Durant picked Kyrie. Guess that was kind of smart. I don't know if Kyrie's the third best player or the fourth. That would be the fourth best player in the league. But, okay, he picked Kyrie. And uh, the list goes on and go on and go on and go on. Yeah, right. Back and forth, back and forth. Good picks, you know. It wasn't kind of weird. And that they was kind of putting their little nicknames and stuff while they was picking. It was kind of cool to watch, right? They want to be a satellite, right? So anyway, so um, get down to it. The best team in the NBA right now are the Utah Jazz. That's what I'm getting to. The Utah Jazz is the best team in the NBA, best record. They have two players in the All-Star game this year, Okay. 
and it was um I can forget the guy's names right now. Uh big guy. Uh, you guys can help me out with on there. Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. And uh it was the guard's name. Dope guy. Can't think of his name right now. Which is a shame because we should know his name. And I, and I watched him ball. But anyway, those two guys from Utah, they were the very last picks out of all. I think it was like what 18? There was two, it was five and five, and then five and five. So that's 10, 20. So out of 25 players or so, the best team in the league, their two stars got picked last out of everybody. LeBron did not want to pick them. Kevin Durant did not want to pick them. And Ernie and a few of Charles Barkley kind of, they kind of said something about it towards the end. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like, it was obvious. It was like, wow, you're not, you're not picking Rudy Gobert. You're not picking uh, uh, Donovan. That's his name, Donovan. I can't remember his first name, but Donovan is his last name. Yeah, yeah, they're both dope players, and they're the best team in the league. Anyway, so I watched that. So that's going to be going down tomorrow. I don't even know who's in the slam dunk contest, right? Who's in the slam dunk contest this year? Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> Three-point contest, I don't know. Shout out to LeBron. He picked up Steph, though, and his I'm going to watch the All-Star, All-Star game. It's going to be dope. If they really play, if they really got down and dirty, the, the teams that they picked, I, I like it. I would love to really see him for real, for real play. You know, it'd be dope. So anyway, uh, moving on to, uh, you know, you got the UFC. Uh, I watch I watch UFC, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's a good fight, good fight tonight. You got um, Nunez on the on undercard. She's uh, the female fighting uh, some uh, chick named Anderson. I don't know who she is, but I'm going to check that out. But the main event, the main card is Izzy Gets Busy, Israel. Yeah, my man's going to knock out. I think that guy's Polish. Can't remember, can't pronounce his last name. Uh, Blakovic, Blakovic. I think I'm saying it right. Blakovic. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a big fight. So that's going on live right now. You know, you can check that out. It's on pay per view. Uh, the, the main event hasn't started yet. The undercard to be starting, but it's some great fights going on with that. So y'all check that out if you get a chance. And um, like I was saying, um, it was a story. Uh, I can't pull up the name right now. But it was a story about Doug, McDerm- uh, Doug McDermott's father, and the story got nationwide. Uh, uh, news are reporting on it because I seen it on the Breakfast Club, which is weird. I, I seen it on the Breakfast Club. Charlemagne gave Doug McDermott's father, I can't remember Doug McDermott's father's first name. Not Matt, but anyway. Doug McDermott's father, look at me, Doug Fresh plays in the NBA. I don't know who he plays for right now. I think he plays for Indiana right now. Uh, but his father is the head coach of Creighton, Creighton University, as a school over in Omaha. And he used to be the head coach of Iowa State. And I told you in the beginning of the show, because at the beginning, that uh, Doug McDermott and Harrison Barnes both went to Ames High School here in Ames. I know him. I know, I know Harrison, Harrison Barnes personally. Uh, I've met Doug a couple times when he was in high school, ran into him at Walmart a couple times. He went to school with my daughter. My daughter was a cheerleader at Ames High when they both played basketball at Ames High. So I kind of know the guys. They both went to the NBA. Harrison went to North Carolina. Doug McDermott went to uh, Chops the Gutter, too, because he played with him, too. Doug McDermott went to Creighton, where his father. His father used to be the head coach at uh, Iowa State. He went to Creighton, and uh, Iowa State got, um, uh, what's the guy's name? The big-time coach. I got all this. I can't remember his name. The coach, they call him or whatever he is. The mayor, they got him. So anyway, so... uh, so his son went to go play with him in Creighton, and then he went, Doug got uh, drafted by the Chicago Bulls into the NBA. 
So shout out to Doug McDermott. Dougie Fresh is what we called him when he was playing here names. So his father, uh, the, the story was that his father was giving a pet talk or something like that in the locker room or something. And he, he said that he didn't want his players to leave the plantation. He wanted his players to stay on the plantation and don't leave the plantation. Some, some, something like that. These, those are the words that he used. And it was wrong. And he came out and said it was wrong. And he, uh, Charlemagne said, said it best. He handled it the right way. I, I, I do appreciate it because people make mistakes. He said some stuff that he didn't mean. He didn't try to cover it up, make excuses for it. He didn't walk it back. He stood on it and said, I was wrong. I, you know, and he, and he even explained why he felt that it was wrong. Respect that. And that's what I respect for somebody like that because his son, what I know of Doug, good dude. So anyway, I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Um, sports is pretty much all we got is sports right now. Anyway, move on. So let's go into this entertainment. So I'm going to the movies and TV, and then uh, I'm gonna play another song, and then I think I might just get into my people's song that I want to play. Me and West Pamit got a song. He sent me and Mike Spaz. Mike Spaz sent me a song. So let me get this entertainment. I might just get right to that. So television, you know, you got Snowfall and uh, the Mayans. If you've watched Sons of the Anarchy. The spinoff of that, the Mayans Motorcycle Club, that show is coming back on FX. Uh, it'll be next Tuesday, I believe. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. It'll be the third season of that. Snowfall, uh, the third or fourth season of that is out. Really good. Don't know really direction it's going in, but I'm, I'm checking it out. I'm digging it. That's really good. Um, also, I've seen uh, some great movies. Uh, last weekend and also this weekend, I seen um, Coming to America. That was really good. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Would it be this? Would be a remake because it's like a sp- second edition sequel. That would be what it's called, a sequel. So they Coming to America was pretty good. I I enjoyed the take on it. It kind of had the same premise of the first movie where you know he went to America to find his true love. Instead, you know his son is. I actually didn't tell you the movie. <laughs> Watch it. <laughs> I was going to get into that, tell you the whole thing. Anyway, just check it out. It was good. It was funny. I definitely laughed. And that's what I'm, I wasn't trying to be, I don't get all into like a drama and telling me the whole story of Queen America. I seen the first one. The first one was funny. It wasn't like a good movie. It was funny. This one, also funny movie. So, you know, if you get a chance, check that out. Uh, also, I seen, um, I was telling my mother about the other day uh, that I watched and I can't even think of it. Anyway, it's a movie called, it's about crack. <laughs> story about crack that's how you can check that out it's got uh free ray rick ross in it and stuff like that uh i think that's all i've really got in movies right now um i, I didn't really uh write a list on movies i wanted to talk about today <laughs> but i do want to talk about uh prince harry right prince harry and Meghan markle so you got uh also sunday if you, if you don't watch the all-star game because the all-star game is going to be in the evening Oprah. Oprah is doing a special on CBS about the Duchess. I think she is she a princess or a duchess? Yeah, the Duchess, I think. And her husband, the prince. And about why they left England. Now, what's interesting about it, now I don't really care about that stuff, but what's interesting about it is because when I was a kid, his mom, Princess Diana, it was kind of, you know, I remember the tabloids, yeah, I remember this before social media stuff. The tabloids is always, she was always over the tabloids. I would go to the grocery store and see her picture all in, you know, in the newsstands and stuff. And she was, you know, pretty late. So it was like, she's a princess. That's what you knew. 
And then it's like the paparazzi was just on her because she knew information about the monarchy, right? About the royals. She knew well, and she wasn't, and she was like exiled, but she still had those kids. And I don't know the whole story, but any they, they was hawking her, right? It was hawking her and stalking her and all kind of stuff, right? So I, you know, Meghan Markle's black. I don't know if y'all know that or not. <laughs> She's a black woman, and there is no black blood in the royal family. It's none. Now it is. Think about that. It is actual black blood in the royal family. You understand what I'm saying? That's some real stuff. I don't think they ever accepted her. So now, instead of ostracizing her, and, and you know, because you don't, they don't want to look like they're bigots. Not saying they are, but sometimes it can be interpreted that way. So instead, make it look like she's the one that's wrong. Make it look like that she's the one that that has the problem. It's not us. Look, it's her. So. They're trying to throw dirt on her and saying that, you know, she's hard, she's difficult, she's hard to deal with, like, you know, the difficult black woman, huh? The angry black woman. That's what they're trying to put on Meghan Markle, right? Because she's the princess, a duchess or something. They're trying to put that title on her. It's not fair. So it was Oprah's doing this interview. I'm going to check it out. I don't know if I'm worth the whole thing, but I'm going to check some of it out, right? Because I want to see. I want to see what she got to say. She in America. She can say what she want to say. She's with Oprah, right? Shout out to Oprah for doing it. So anyway, <laughs> I'm dead on that. I'm going to be all up on that. Like, oh, what? <laughs> oh, y'all give it a chance, too. So, yeah, I'm going to talk about that a little bit because it's got to be a, it's gotta be an odd life. And, and another thing, on some real talk here, though. She ain't even like, I'm not going to say, she, I mean, come on now. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. She ain't what it is, right? You know what I'm saying? He married a, he married a good woman that I can tell. But we're going to call it what it is. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, the baby is supposed to we get back with uh, Daddy Lee, I guess. I don't know. That's that's going on. <laughs> uh, relationships be all over the place sometimes. So anyway, I'm going uh, I'm to play another song. And when I come back, I'm going to drop. Matter of fact, yeah, I'm going to play one song. And the first song I'm going to drop is uh, I'm going to drop Midwest Pimpin' song, uh, Slime. So I'm, I'm going to drop that first. And then uh, right after that, I'm going to drop Mike Spazzy's song. So I'm playing back to back. So y'all stay tuned. Listen to these new artists' music. Mike Spaz, out of, he's uh, things out of Arizona, but he lives here in the Ames. He's all over the place. But Mike Spaz is local, but he's doing big things. I'm going to play his song. I like it. He's turned. And also I'm going to play Midwest Pimpin', who will be up here in Iowa. And uh, he's going to be doing some things. He's from Baldwin, Illinois. I'm going to be playing his track, too. We're going to drop that. It's climb. It's on. It's turn. I listen to it all the time. So anyway, I'm going to play one song. Then I'm playing they songs. So anyway, y'all listen to World on the Move. You know what it is. I'll be right back. Baldwin, Illinois. Midwest Pimpin'. Let's go. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, that's right. Nothing to do. Nothing to do. Oh boy, this shit bangin'. I'm 
That was Midwest Pimpin'. The song is called Slime. He's an artist out of Alton, Illinois, and he will be coming up here to Iowa very soon. And I will begin an interview with him. Also, right now, out of Ames, Iowa, I'm going to drop Mike Spaz's new joint. Let's go. I smoke up, but then write a verse. My girl keep an any and add in a purse. One to your chest like you rat to the nurse, but the one to your door put you right in a hearse. I was born there, but they let out a demon. Freddy in my sleep, I wake when I'm dreaming. I just hit the scene of shit, he's screaming. Goofy screaming, leave their whole body steaming. Bust a gun with that body, folks. Mike Spaz, that's my body, woke. Got a lot of chicken, that's a lot of chicken. Let's get down, knock him in off his total post. Pull up on him in the body, folks. Serving the end, then I let him go. Pull up to the party, and I'm blessing chicken with a chance, so they blow into the dome. I have my. Let's break it in the van. 
Don't do no fights when I cash in advance. It's a girl, she got her hands on my pants. This deep love me cause I swag when I dance. My opposition ain't really no competition. But I know that they want my position. Scratch your name out the composition. Leave bodies slipping when it's a little chopper spit. Smoke that thing like a desert. I ain't got no cutty buddy. But I ain't tripping cause it's money mission. Got a nigga feeling kinda love. Stack a dollar like an OG. Mac up this and talking OG. Blowing on the up the OG. Drinking OJ with the OG. I heard the boys snitching, man. Good luck with the feds. I got money in my mattress like I'm stuffed in the bed. All my homies ride for me like they stuck on the pegs. And I'm calling, getting top up. Love it. Love it. Hit it again with the chopper chopper. Push them up like the baka. I go call my second. We blowing like rosters and whipping it up like we making the pasta. Cake boy, cake boy, get it once I'm awake, boy. I'm a sick oven, I am real ill. I'll start some issues like the plague, boy. Run into the cash, get it fast, I will not stop. Popping off, up around, get your top pop. Catch the ace, buddy, out there playing hopscotch. Little track at your teeth, no pop rocks. Get it out in your mouth if you got block. In the hood, no shirt, cause the block hot. Wear gloves when I push, cause the mouth hot. If you have a drop top, bullets rain, non stop. Pull up, pull up in the minivan. If the bullet wanna press the issue, he'll be like 50 on that mini man. Got a crew full of BOMs, be some big old image. You a mini clan. If you try to hide, I got cake knives from the south side. Gotta catch a man. I leave a stain like some dirt. I don't even aim when I bang. Leave your hair on your shirt. Disrespect gang, get murked. I'm a jerk and berserk. Leave your whole family burn. Ball like Kobe, but I push like I'm dirt. AK squirt and make his whole body twerk. Shotty pump and make his whole body jump. When that mic is loaded, bet his whole back exploded. Megan ain't a PC, but if you see Mike, you gon' see me. Cause I come through with a blind side so quickly, you like Stevie. Gang issue, gang issue. You don't want it with the gang shit. Come through, make a lane switch. If you talk a history, get slain shit. Pull up, pull up in the minivan. If you really wanna press an issue, he'll be like 50 on that mini man. All right, I'm back here on the air. Sorry about that. Uh, had a little malfunction when I started Mike Spaz's track, but uh, shout out to Mike Spaz, and I appreciate you sending that track. It's turned. Anyway, we got some new music too, uh, so y'all keep that coming. Keep that melody tracks coming. I know you artists out there grinding hard and doing your your club bangers, but uh, let's get some edited music. Keep it coming. Anyway, let's go ahead and get started on some other things I want to talk about, but I appreciate that, and I will keep that coming every week. I'll try to get some new artists' music on the air. Um, so stimulus money. Y'all want to talk about that? Also, before I get into that, uh, I do want to say uh, I want to talk about some of the, uh, the things that's, that I'm interested in. And one of the things I'm interested in is trying to find Brazier Terrell, trying to find out what happened to Brazier Terrell, trying to find out her location or uh, the ins and outs of how we can bring her home or to find out what happened to her to help her family. So, uh, um, uh, this past week, I joined the Facebook uh, group. I requested to join the Facebook group on uh, getting updates. It's uh, the Facebook group is called uh, the, the True Crime Sisters. It's the Brazier Terrell Mission Updates and Discussion Group. Uh, just so I can be a service and try to help uh, any way I can. Information, talking to people, bringing light to the subject. So uh, if you don't know, Brazier Terrell was a 10-year-old girl who went missing over the summer. And she still hasn't been found yet. So. If you can, uh, research that. If you can donate, uh, reach out to her family, uh, anyone that, uh, friends that can help her, uh, their family find closure. So, or help find her. So anyway, I'm um, gonna keep that going. So anyway, let's get into talking to this, um, this new COVID stimulus package, because that's what it's called. It's called the COVID relief bill. Sometimes we like to put our own little, uh, slang terms on our own, uh, little agendas, like, uh, the Obamacare which was actually called the Affordable Care Act. 
when they voted that into law, it was not called the Obamacare bill. It was called the Affordable Care Act. And uh, it's just passionate was called Obamacare because he the one that got it through or whatever, championed it. So uh, this uh, COVID relief package is uh, going to help unemployment. It's going to keep the $300 coming until September because it's supposed to end this month. And also uh, the $1,400 for families or for individuals making less than $75,000 or $80,000 a year during 2019 and 2020. Uh, and if you are a couple and you make that together, I think you still qualify lines and not over that. And then dependents, you get that $1,400 for them too. What they took out of the bill and they had to go through was the unemployment. I knew that was going to happen. They went to the raise unemployment, uh, not unemployment, <sighs> The minimum wage. They weren't going to raise the minimum wage to fifteen dollars. There's no way they was going to do that. It's not going to happen. So I knew that wasn't going to happen. That was a good try. <laughs> I think they did that to try to you know pacify some of the progressives. But I knew that wasn't going to fly. There's no way they was going to let that go. Uh, so they took that out. Also, they revised uh, a few other things in the bill, but none of the GOP, none of the Republicans uh, signed on to it. It was a straight Democratic thing. But it's, it's it went through the House. It went through the Senate. It's going back to the house because they revised the unemployment thing and a few other things. But all the money's in there. And most Americans want to get the $1,400. So be expecting that if you got any of the other relief and, uh, you know, stuff like that. So be looking for that. It's going to happen. Now, the support here in Iowa, none of the, the uh, GOP here talked Chuck Grassley. He didn't support it. Uh, Joni Ernst, Senator Joni Ernst, she didn't support it. That she said she's on record saying that she supported the other packages, but not this one. This one, her words was, this one was different. This one feels different. The other one was under the other administration, the Trump administration, who was a Republican. This one is under the Democratic administration, you know. And she pointed out when she said that, that the, well, some of the things in the bill that she doesn't like, it's uh, bail out and aid for blue states. So whenever a, a politician points out the color of the, uh, the party, or points out that the, the color of the party is an issue of why she has a problem, that's a form of classism. I don't dare use the other word, racism. It's classism, right? It's trying to objectify something. So it's a problem because they're blue states. So blue states don't matter. So blue states are different than red states. So I thought it was United States. I didn't think the, the, the conservative states were different. Some philosophies, but we're all Americans. They're trying to divide. You can't divide on color because that makes you look bad. So now you're going to divide on principles. And the principles are based on what? Conservative values? Because you got away from that from a long time ago. The conservatives ain't even conservatives no more. It's Trumpism. It's what it is. It ain't conservatism. It's Trumpism. So either you're a Trumper or you're a conservative. You can't serve both parties. See, John McCain was a conservative. I have no problem with John McCain. When John McCain ran against Barack Obama, I didn't, didn't dislike John McCain. I didn't agree with him, but I didn't dislike John McCain. John McCain was a very respectable, smart, smart man. He was a Republican, conservative Republican. And everybody in the conservative Republican Party championed and loved John McCain. He made a mistake when he picked his running mate when he ran for president. If he hadn't picked that lady from Alaska, Sarah Palin, he probably would have beat Barack Obama because Barack Obama had no, uh, uh, no uh, success, no success, but uh, experience. That's the word I'm looking for. He had no experience. And that's the whole knock on it, right? 
being a politician. He knows experience. That's how Trump got in. Because Obama didn't have no experience. He got in, but he had more than Trump. Anyway, back to what I'm saying. Conservatives, you can't serve two of them. You can't say you're a conservative, but you don't serve conservative values. Okay? The Constitution. You use the Constitution when you want to use it. That's not how it's made. The Constitution is ironclad. That's why the laws in this country have been built on the back of that document. The laws that govern this country is built on the back, the premise of that. Yeah, they bid and change it to fit the times, not the agenda at hand. See, that's the difference. They want to fit the agenda at hand. It's made to fit the times. The forefathers that built this nation, I should say the rules of this nation, because they didn't build it, because black people built the nation. But I digress. They made the rules that we all govern by. They had it set to where it could bend with time, not bend with man's agenda of the time. And that's what it's going down to. That's why they have the executive orders, executive orders. And Trump took that. And I said that. I said when Obama was doing executive orders, and I understand why uh, President Obama did executive orders. Because at the time in 2007, 2008, the country was going under. All the bailouts. People was losing their homes and banks was going out of business and, and people was just doing all, it was going crazy. Gas of $5. It was, it was wild out there, right? So I get why he did it. But then you get us, but when you do that, Pandora's box, you open it up. So now the next administration will say, I'm going to do the same thing. I don't need the Senate. I don't have to take it to the floor. I don't have to get partisan uh, representation. I don't have to reach across the aisle. I can just take my pins. They say the pen is mightier than the sword. The pen, by one stroke of my pen, I can set a president that would change the course of the world. That's the power of the president. So y'all think, y'all don't think, president can't do nothing. Yeah, he can. Yeah, he can. They used to couldn't do nothing. The president used to be a figurehead, right? But he was the most powerful figurehead because they knew the president could do this stuff. They knew the president could do this because he had power. It's movies about stuff like this. Infinite. Power, absolute power. It's a movie with uh with, with, with a real conservative, a real conservative, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood is a hardcore conservative, and he even rocking with Trump. I don't know if he's still rocking with Trump, but he was rocking with Trump too. He a hardcore conservative. He in the movie is called Absolute Power. Watch that movie if you think I'm tripping. Google it. Watch that movie, Absolute Power. It is crazy the power that the president actually has. If you believe and if you watch the news, they just had a re revolt against the country led by the ex-president. You got away with it. Anytime I run it again, they revolted. They tried to take out the vice president and all kind of and openly. Not even say, and not every time about the biggest threat to America is homegrown terrorism. Yeah, because they talk about it in public. It ain't even, they ain't even scared. They ain't in groups and hiding. They talk about it openly what they're going to do. <laughs> and who they don't like and who they going to do it to. They openly tell you who they will do it to. Who they going to attack or who they don't like. Because then the people at the top, the politicians do it too. They dropping names. You know, when rappers have battles and stuff. You know what I'm saying? They don't be dropping. You know, we be listening. We, when it got beef, we know these rappers got beef. We be waiting for them to name drop. Drop their names. Back in the day, rappers didn't do that. They didn't name drop. They do subliminals, right? You had to figure it, put it together. And figure it out. I think how conspiracies get started too, right? 
But now, these politicians, they don't do that. They just name drop. I don't like such and such. I don't like them. <laughs> this crazy world we live in. I, y'all got me going off in here anyway. So y'all stay, y'all stay safe, right? Y'all stay safe, man. Y'all, it's crazy. This time last year, everybody was locked up in the house, right? Because COVID was just now really, like, coming, you know, online or whatever you want to call it. And now, you got stay saying that we done with it. Texas. Texas like, we ain't wearing no masks. Starting wins that we done. You got Mississippi, we ain't doing it no more. We done. They got them shots coming out. It's like the current president, President Biden, he said, when he took office, give me 100 days. He said, give me 100 days with a mask mandate. Wear the mask for 100 days. After that, see where we at. And after that, y'all could have gave this man a point. Okay, it's over. So it ain't been it's been like 60 days. It ain't been 100 days. I didn't get this man that time. You're like, ah, you're done. And then it's what is the politicians doing it? It ain't even the public so much, right? It's the politicians. He's doing it for a ploy. He doing he said you gotta get business back started. He didn't say we gotta save people's lives. He didn't say people's lives are in jeopardy. He said we gotta get business back in line, kids back in school. Yeah, kids need to get back in school. Everything needs to be safe. Y'all said it. Y'all said this virus. I remember when it first started when nobody was dead. Y'all shut everything down. Did they not? Did the government shut everything down? Everything. Shut it down. Don't, don't stay home. They told us to stay in the house. Not only did they shut businesses down, right? They told us to stay home. But nobody did yet. God rest the dead. Nobody. Nobody had passed at the point. And this March, just a year ago, nobody had really died. It was no numbers. I was watching the channel. They just know it was a COVID channel. Y'all can check that out. Streaming, we got satellite. COVID channel. It was nobody really dying at the time. When they shut everything down in March, well, holding no, de- holy no depths. So it was so bad then to where you shut it, everything down. When did it get better? Everybody's got all these, these notions. When did it get better? I, I mean, because if it got better, wouldn't people not be dying? So I don't understand why are we going back to being normal? Texas and Mississippi, because I ain't saying every other state is, but Texas and Mississippi, they say we 100% open. So when did it get better? Because you shut everything down when it was nobody dying. There's like almost 500,000 deaths now. And you're like, ah, you got to just deal with it. I just seen on no news saying by July we have herd immunity. What does that mean? That means that most 85% of the people don't have a shot and the other 15% ain't, and they may not survive it. I mean, I don't get that. Then I seen this other day talking about we ain't been hauling no, no flu this year. Okay. And <laughs> people been wearing masks and staying inside and keeping the distance. I ain't been around nobody coughing and sneezing around me. And I've been trying not to cough and sneeze around other people. That's what I've been trying to do, being a good human. So anyway, I've been rattling. I know y'all probably hear some more music. Merle's been going off. Today. Anyway, so next week I'll be back in. Uh, I said I got the studio set up down here. I'm going pretty good, pretty sharp. We got two mics, and so I will have some guests live in studio coming up. Working on it, working on it. This is an in-home studio. I'm working on. You know, I sound super crisp right now on y'all FM stereos, but uh, I'm gonna play another song. I'm going to get out of here. The USC fight is on. I'm going to check that out because, you know, I'm in the studio in the house. So I can watch it. Anyway, <laughs> y'all stay tuned to Chuck D and it don't stop comes up next. Shout out to Midwest Pimpin'. Shout out to Mike Spaz for sending that music in. Y'all make sure y'all check that out. They got their videos on my Facebook page. That's Marlon Crab. Y'all know what it is. 
on social world on the move all the time on everything. And uh, till next time, people, peace and love.